Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within with your host, Cindy Stewart. Our goal is to connect you with your best and help you live your dream and experience your passion. Each week, we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you the tools to help you release the champion within. Welcome to Podcast 29. This is part two in our entrepreneur series. Last week, we talked about just testing out your dreams, testing out the things that you're passionate about, uh, you're creative about, your services or products that you've been interested in maybe seeing if they would be viable in the market. And we kind of looked at some tools that would help you figure that out. And this week, we're going to talk about building a tribe, people who are really interested in what you have. But first, I want to start with this little uh, quote by Jane Howard. Call it a clan, call it a network, call it a tribe, call it a family. Whatever you call it, whoever you are, you need one. Not only do you need one to be a part of, but you need to rise up and lead one too. Tribe is a unique group of people who connect with you and you take them on your journey as you go. They're looking for a community in sharing things like health, business, working moms, authors, you know, the list is endless. I mean, back when my kids were little, we didn't have internet like we have it now. We didn't have smartphones. And so my tribe was moms morning out and working moms. Think about the tribes you've been a part of uh, that haven't been uh, connected across the whole worldwide net. And you need to be a tribe leader. Why? Because there's benefits in having a tribe. You benefit from having a tribe. Now, here's the things that will help you. A tribe will push you to be better. They will help you expand and grow in your expertise. You'll also learn from them, their input, their knowledge, and the experience they have that you don't have. I mean, with all the social media platforms, it's easier to connect with others across the world in the commonality, in the shared interest. And that's how you find your tribe. A tribe will want to learn from you. They'll want to know what you know. You may have a product. You may do workshops like I do, like I have an author's, uh, a writer's workshop, which I'll tell you about a little bit later. Uh, you may have, I don't know, you may have um, a knitting phenomenon that no one's learned that people want to learn from. You may have a book club that across the world, you all read the same books and share information. I mean, there's so many things. You may have a technology tribe where all of you share certain elements of technology. I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities, but a tribe wants to know what you know. They want to gleam and be mentored by you. I know with my tribe, I'm still really in the beginning stages because it's been a lesson, a lesson of testing different formats to connect with people who are interested in discovering their purpose in life. That's really my passion is to help people discover their, pers their uh, purpose in life. I want them to be the best they can be in personal development, whether it's starting a business. Uh, whether it's being the best they can be at the company they work for, whether it can, it's the best they can be in their relationship, in their marriage, having uh, families, in their careers. I mean, 
Being the best you can be and learning how to enjoy life is a passion for me. And I want my tribe to be that. And I want to learn from them and hear about their journey and learn from their mis- their mistakes and their victories. So along the way, I've I've kind of fine-tuned my tribe and and really zeroed in on the people who are interested in going on the journey of being our best in this life and discovering new things and risking together. You know, let's risk. Let, let's publish this blog that I wrote that it really carries my passion and my soul in. And, and let's risk putting it all out there so other people can read and enjoy and grow from it and that I can grow from their comments too. Now, personally, I belong to several tribes. I love Donald Miller's story, story brand. It's really taught me how to keep my message clear. Uh, Jeff Gones is for authors. He provides great tools, wisdom, and encouragement uh, in how to write books and how to be successful, not only in how you write a book, but also monetarily in when you're selling your books. And then Michael Hyatt is the king of productivity and platform building. And I can do what I can do uh, at just such a more excellent rapid pace because I've learned some of the tools that make my life work better through him. So everyone has an expertise and in my little tribe, their expertise helps me to be better at my expertise. And the way I connect with my tribe is through a couple different avenues, but Today, I'm recording my weekly podcast for iTunes, and that is one way every Tuesday morning my podcast is posted. So as you build your community, there's some basics to keep in mind in order to keep everyone on on the path of growth. So here's some tribe building basics. Kind of sounds funny, doesn't it? But one of them is clarifying your message. You know, part of your journey is discover what is your message. When I first started, my message was too broad. I was trying to reach everybody in the range of my experience. And I had to narrow down my focus in order to give consistency to my tribe. I have a huge uh, business experience, 25 years of business experience. And I love doing consulting with companies even now. But I had to narrow down what I was willing to consult on. And where my focus is in businesses is helping them find the best people for the jobs that they have and and working out the right position for the right person so what they do works more smoothly. The other thing to think about is, number two, is select your avenues of connection. Now, there are so many avenues on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Snapchat, podcasts, YouTube, blogs, and they each have their own unique platform and connecting. And part of that is discovering where do you already have presence? Where are you already developing a community? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Currently, I host, I mentioned earlier, I host a weekly podcast on iTunes and I do a weekly blog, which can be found on my website, cindy-stewart.com. And I post daily to Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn and Twitter too. But really Twitter is not my main place 
Uh, I do that through an automated post app, Hootsuite. So every day I post a positive word with a picture. So that goes on my Facebook and it goes on my Instagram and my LinkedIn. Those are my three main ones. And then it also posts on Twitter. It's just part of the process. I have several groups that are small closed groups that we're able to share on specific areas. Like I have one group on live your dream and experience your passion. And those are the people who have taken my live your dream class, which is not available right now, but it will be offered again in the summer. So keep your eye out for that. So we only talk about the things that they've discovered in their dreaming. How does that work? What has momentum on them? And, and that group kind of supports itself as they post what they're discovering too. Then I have another, uh, small group. It's women in ministry network, and it's part of my regional mentoring group. And it's part of the larger Patricia King women in ministry network. And you can check that out, but you know, there's my 20, 22 people on that. And we all have a common interest and we're women in ministry. So I have my bigger Facebook page that's open to the public. And then I have these smaller groups that specialize in uh, areas that I've formed to help people along with their growth. So where do you already have a presence in? You know, that's where you should start. And do it well. Like if your presence is in Facebook, then make sure you post regularly in Facebook. Make sure that you connect with the people who are connecting with you. If they make comments, uh, like their comment, acknowledge them. So you can begin to build that group that is interested in what you have to say. You want to be consistent and visible in one market. And then you can add another one. If you're already on two markets, just make sure you're consistent and visible in both those markets. If you can't be, then what I would do, <clears throat> excuse me, is just focus in on that one market. The other part of this, uh, part number three of this is make sure you add value to your tribe. You know, it's fun connecting and, and seeing what's going on, but you want to add value to the people who are following you. Your tribe is looking for direction. They're looking for encouragement and expertise. They want to engage with you. So be generous with your tribe in sharing your expertise. Offer them free worksheets. I know I have several free worksheets that I put up. One of them is uh, a dream worksheet. How do you dream? It's on my website, cindydeshstewart.com, but it's been on my Facebook, my Instagram. You know, how do you go about dreaming? The other one I've put up recently is... Uh, time management. How do you figure out where your time's going? And there's a little worksheet to figure it out. Then from there, there's another free download of scheduling. So I offer a lot of free downloads. I also have a free ebook called um, Relational Leadership. And I want to add value. People who lead people and, and need help in, in relational issues with people. I want to be able to pour into that. So take a look at my website and you can see what I offer. And it may give you ideas for your tribe. You may have an expertise like my daughter does. She has a hair salon and she has an expertise in hair extensions. And she does a lot of online tutorials of how to 
curl and do the new beach wave that's so popular and just all kinds of things how to do a little tea so your hair doesn't go flat you know I watch them because that's important to me and she builds her tribe for people who are working on that element of their life so add value I share honestly and openly about your successes and your missteps because people are looking for relationships. And, and, you know, think about it, even though at some level it is a virtual relationship. If you've got, you know, thousands of followers, you're probably not going to meet everyone. But there is, um, there is something to be said to connecting with them at the level you're able to. Because the social media has made it where we're able to reach people around the world. Like I went to Africa. I went to, uh, um, I forgot where I went. Uh, I went to Africa last year. <laughs> and uh, But I've been able to stay in connection with the people. I went did a leadership conference with the people who attended the conference because of Facebook, because of Instagram. And it's great to be able to stay connected with them. So even though you don't have a let's go have coffee moment with them, you can have coffee when you do a Facebook Live. And like this afternoon, and this will come after you get this, but this afternoon I'm going to have a little like let's have coffee and talk about being a writer on my Facebook Live. So you so you get interaction and you see you know where they're struggling or the questions that they have or some of the ideas that they have that you're like, that's a great idea. Do you mind if I use it? Because you just learn from each other. So definitely, you know, keep your relationships authentic as possible as you can, as far as distance goes, and, and just be willing to share what you've learned, what you've experienced, what you've done well, and what you could have done a little better. And you've learned from that. So make sure that you just add value to your tribe. And number four is be willing to be mentored as you mentor others. Now, mentoring has found a new platform of excitement these days. And in the old days, it was one-on-one -on -one mentoring is, was the basic way you did it. But now the mentoring is coming through your tribes. And this is exciting because you're able to reach more people. You're able to help them. And really, when you begin to mentor a group of people, like I did with my Live Your Dream uh, class, when you're able to mentor a group of people, what happens is they begin to mentor each other. Because they'll try something, they'll share it, and somebody else will be like, oh, that's great, and I tried this. So you form like a mentor-to-mentor -mentor program and without even realizing it. And then you are mentored because there's people that you'll engage with that have experience that you don't have. And you're able to really learn from them. And I love that. You know, their experiences and their expertise are not only shared with you, but they're shared within your tribe, within your community. And everybody grows from it. And I think in that way, it takes away some of the competitive competitiveness of, among us when we freely share in a, in a tribe that's going in the same direction. We all want to be the best we can be. We all want to live our life and experience our passion and, and have families and, and relationships that are healthy and strong. When we're able to share at that level, then we all benefit. 
and we're able to say, oh, you won't believe what I learned yesterday from John. He put on there that he did this and I tried it and it really worked with my teenager or whatever the area is. So be willing to mentor and be mentored by other people. Number five is be gracious and set healthy boundaries. Now, there will be people who criticize you. Be expectant. Listen carefully. You will learn to pick out the meat and throw away the bones. Don't allow negativity, foul language, or inappropriate discussions in your community. Your tribe needs to feel they have a safe place to learn and to grow. I know um, it was about two weeks ago I had an experience where someone had posted something on my Facebook page and I read it and it was just really trash talking about a public figure and I can't remember who it was and I read it and I and I made a comment I said you know this is not acceptable on my page and this other guy was adding to the comments and he was using foul language and putting stars like we can't figure out what he's really saying come on and I said, this is not acceptable on my page. And so I ended up deleting both of them, deleting the post and blocking them because I don't want that on my page. I don't want people to look at my page and say, Ooh, you know, really? And I don't want to see negativity and trash talk about officials or movie stars or other speakers. You know, I just don't want that. And I would encourage you not to allow that either and not to be someone who does that. You know, we honor other people because we're honorable people. We are integritous. We, we have integrity and that's what we want to exemplify on our page. So whenever there's negativity, depending on what it is, you know, I might give a first warning, but if it's really unprofessional, nasty, and just off the edge, I will delete and block those people because I don't want that to represent me. And by not saying anything means that you think it's okay. If I go to a page where I see there's a lot of ranting and raving and there's no response by the page owner, then in my mind, they're approving what's being done. So if you don't want people to assume that you're in alignment with what is being said, then you need to set healthy boundaries on your page and let your tribe know that this is what we do and we do it well and we do it with integrity and we do it with honor and anything that doesn't line up with that will need to be adjusted or will need to get off my page. Simple as that. Okay. Enough of that. So number five, set expectations and keep your commitments. Setting expectations with your tribe is key to stay connected. If you say you're going to blog every week, then do it. Don't say you're going to blog, blog every day and realize it's an overwhelm. Because if you do, then just go back and say, you know, guys, I thought I could do this, but every day is just too much for me. One of the things I've learned is start slow, then grow. Because when you start fast and saying, oh yeah, I can do all of this, then what happens is things fall through the crack. I know even blogging and podcasting every week is a lot. And I try to do a couple of episodes at a time. Um, 
but you know, sometimes it's hard. I mean, I was up at four o'clock in the morning finishing this episode because I got behind the eight ball because of other things. So if you say you're going to do it, do it. And if for some reason you can't, then just make sure you, you say, thanks so thanks so much for understanding. I'm just unable to do this. And I will let you know when I'm able to pick it back up. And you want to decide how available you are to your community and communicate this to them. For example, if I'm traveling, I may not be as available to answer questions as quickly. So I let my tribe know when I'm on the road. Building your tribe offers a place where you can build community and trust. And while moving on this journey of life together, you'll come across things that cause little hiccups in your normal consistency. And the big part of that is just really communicating. When you focus on your tribe, you can provide growth and develop long-term relationships. There are people that I have relationships with that feel like old friends, but I've never actually met them in person. But there's some commonality. They're, they're, most of them have a, uh, a similar connection. They're connected to someone else that I'm very close to. So, so there's, there's the ability to develop a lasting relationship. And so you want to make sure that you set your expectations and keep your commitments. And by that way, when you do that, your tribe will know what to expect and they will know that they can trust you as, as really a shepherd and protecting them in, uh, when they're on your page, you won't let there be attacks to them. You won't, you won't let there be, um, unkindness. Uh, released on your page. You're going to keep it professional. You're going to keep it encouraging. You're going to keep it flowing with information. You're going to keep them uh, excited about the direction you're going and, and excited about whatever you're offering, whether it's free or even a workshop that they can check into. But you want to keep everything at the highest level of excellence that you can. And when it's not, you just adjust it a notch up. So I hope that this helped you today. These five areas are, are really just some of the basics of building your tribe, clarifying your message, uh, selecting the avenues that you're going to connect on, adding value to your tribe, mentor and being mentored by your tribe, and being gracious and setting healthy boundaries. So I so appreciate you guys listening. And I'm going to shift gears a little bit and tell you about an upcoming event I have in Tampa. You know, I started writing probably, I don't know, five, maybe six years ago. I'm not really sure. And uh, I wrote because I wanted to bring value to people who read it. I started writing a blog and it turned into a book and then another book. But I write because I want people to uh, experience what I've experienced. I want to share my knowledge. And I, I know so many people that have that passion to write in there. They just don't know where to start. And I held a writer's workshop about three years ago. I think it was in 2015. And from that, we had several people get published. And we're holding another one March 16th and 17th in Tampa. And it's at my friend, Dr. Keenan Bridges Church. And you can find all the information out on my website, which is uh, cindy-stewart.com forward slash events forward slash writers. But we're going to take your story 
and help you write it. You know, everyone has a story within them. And sometimes it's just a matter of timing if it's time for that story to come out. And our writer's workshop will help you capture your ideas in a way that brings value to your readers. And it will help you know how to get started. It will look at different publishing avenues that are available. And it'll help you discover in more depth of how to build an audience. It's a two-day workshop. It doesn't start till one in the afternoon. So it gives you time to get there or do some work in the morning if you need to. And it's designed for both skilled writers and aspiring writers. So I hope that you'll check it out and really think about, am I ready for this next step? Am I ready to begin the writing process? You know, I want to learn how to stir up creativity inside of people. And so they'll be excited about what you have. And that's what we teach you is, is how to stir up your creativity. We'll have some little, um, uh, exciting, uh, what do you call it? Um, examples for you to try. And we'll ask you to bring, you'll get a kind of a pre-sheet of what to bring, but you know, bring your laptop, your iPad, whatever it is you use. Uh, you're going to bring a little sample of your writing and we'll talk about that, but it's going to be really, really good. So take a look at it. Cindy forward slash events forward slash writers. And remember you are the best investment you can make. So take the time and invest in yourself because everyone will benefit from it. So thanks for listening. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor before you go. I promise it will only take a very short time. Please head to iTunes and rate this podcast. This is huge for us in terms of improving our ranking and keeping the show visible so other people can discover it. So thank you ahead of time for helping us out. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to our website, cindy-stewart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hyperself, on iTunes.